Today we celebrate the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time, the opening prayer. Show favor, O Lord, to your servants, and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace, that made fervent in hope, faith, and charity. They may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Old Testament, the Book of Wisdom, 12th chapter, 13th verse, and the 16th and 19th verse. There is no God besides you who have the care of all, that you need show you have not unjustly condemned. For your might is the source of justice, your majesty over all things makes you lenient to all. For you show your might when the perfection of your power is disbelieved. In those who know you, you rebuke temerity. But though you are a master of might, you judge with clemency, and with much leniency you govern us, for power whenever you will attends you. And you taught your people by these deeds that those who are just must be kind. And you gave your children good ground for hope that you would permit repentance for their sins. The Word of the Lord. Responsorial Psalm, Lord, you are good and forgiving. You, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in kindness to all who call upon you. Hearken, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my pleading. Lord, you are good and forgiving. All the nations you have made shall come and worship you, O Lord, and glorify your name, for you are great and you do wondrous deeds. You alone are God. Lord, you are good and forgiving. You, O Lord, are a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in kindness and fidelity. Turn toward me, have pity on me, give you strength to your servant. Lord, you are good and forgiving. A reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, 8th chapter, 26 to the 27th verse. Brothers and sisters, the Spirit comes to the aid of your weaknesses, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings. And the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. The Word of the Lord. Hallelujah verse. Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia. The Gospel of today is taken from St. Matthew, 13th chapter, 24th to the 30th verse. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowd, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the household came to him and said, Master, do you not sow good seed in the field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slave said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles 
for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. The Gospel of the Lord. Take the next few moments as we listen to this music to ponder the images and the thoughts that come to you as you listen to these readings. The God of the Old Testament is always tricky in the sense that God is not fully revealed until the very end of the story. But there are hint after hint of the fullness of who God is in Jesus that are there in the Old Testament. And this is one of them from Wisdom when it says, The work of God in this world is not to reward the good and punish the evil, but to care for people, all of them. Saints and sinners, God's work is to care for each and individual creation that he has made. And what's so important about that is to know that there is judgment, yes, and condemnation, but that's a punishment that has, comes into the world because of sin has a negative impact, and the negative impact is going to be felt, and that's called punishment. 
So we have to learn how to deal with evil. That's one of the key things in the parable you just listened to. Evil and good grow together. And only at the end can we separate them. We can't get rid of evil. God did not cause it, but God allowed it to be there. So we deal with the world as it is, and it is filled with people who are good and loving and who are evil and destructive. And what is our job? To support and pray for those that are good and to wish the condemnation and separation of those that are bad? No. Something much more mysterious. To love sinners. To pray for them. To long for their conversion. That their eyes be opened. Hearts understand. So when I think about this, I'm thinking about the, the way in which people come up to me and ask me to pray for something and... You know, maybe, you know, I want to pray for something or some. One of, the, one of the things that's interesting, people come up to me and say, your prayers are more effective than mine. Would you pray for this? And whenever they're giving me that direction, it's usually to pray that God will do something for someone or for them. And when you think about it, why are we praying to God to ask him to care for us? Isn't that who he is? Does it make any sense to try to convince God to do something good for someone? Or is it that God isn't aware of everybody's needs and, it, and we pray and say, remember so-and-so? I mean, you made them and they're living somewhere and they need you right now. I don't, you, you may not realize that, but I want you to draw your attention over there. All that is this natural human nature laying on God our nature. There is a connection between our nature and God, but it's not that. It's somehow that when we don't know how to praise because we don't really understand who God is and how he works, how does he care for people? What's the kingdom like? We pray in the Our Father for the kingdom to come. And what it is, we're praying that this kingdom will be something where everything that is done there is your will, your intention is honored, and we join our intention with your intention. And the reason that's important is because the next part of the prayer is that give us yourself the daily bread, the nourishment, the host, Jesus inside of us, God inside of us, and make us forgiving people. So listen to that again. The kingdom of God is people who have God inside of them, and they, on their part, have the same intention toward the world that God has. Intention. Prayer is an intention. Quantum physics is a very fascinating field. It discovers new things about the nature of the way the world works. And the most amazing, most recent discovery is somehow intention can change matter. That when you intend something, it has an impact on someone. If you intend someone to receive something good, if you want to be something good for someone, if you want to be life for someone, you are giving life. If you want to reject someone, if you're angry at someone and you want something bad to happen to that person because of what they did to you, if you have that, that's an intention that has an impact and it works. It's terrifying to think that 
our prayers are often confusing to God. For one minute we're praying for something good, and the next thing we're praying for something evil. So what do we do? We learn how to pray. And if you could imagine what it would be like in the world today, if everyone decided, instead of judging and condemning and separating ourselves from those that are not who they should be, instead of being disgusted by people who have done horrible things and wishing they had never been born, when we change that intention into something, look, we understand that God came into the world and saved the world through a human being. Why did he do that? Why didn't he just come as God? Well, everything God does through Jesus is exactly what he wants us to do through Jesus. He was a healer. He had an intention that didn't even always have to be expressed. It just resonated out of his body so people could even just touch part of his garment and be healed. He was the resonance of care for all the good, the bad, everyone. And he changed the world. And if you just believe that that is what prayer is, I guarantee you, you'll find an amazing sense of peace coming over you because you are changing the world by your intention. And all you need to do more than actually praying more is to make sure the prayers that you give are really the prayer of God, the will of God, that I want everyone to be opened and to see and to change and to grow. I don't want to condemn anybody. I just want life to be lived to the fullest. And that is an easy prayer. And if you did that once, twice, three times a day, just with a simple intention, I want that. Pay attention when you want to condemn and judge. Don't judge yourself as negative for that because that's what human nature does. Just excuse it. Thank it for its, its, its message. And say, no, I'm not interested in condemning and judging, comparing myself, being envious of others. No, I want us all to have life. That's my intention. That's my prayer. And that will change the world. Amen.
The closing prayer. Father, make us more like your Son. Help us to be Christ in this world. An anointing of truth and life and light. Help us to be that so that we can call ourselves truly servants of you, our God. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. The music in our program was composed and produced by Ryan Harner for this show. Pastoral Reflections with Monsignor Don Fisher, a listener-supported program, is archived and available on our website, pastoralreflectionsinstitute.com, and available anytime, anywhere, and for free on our podcast, Finding God in Our Hearts. You can search and subscribe to Finding God in Our Hearts anywhere you download your podcasts. Pastoral Reflections with Monsignor Don Fisher is funded with kind donations by listeners just like you. You can make a one-time or recurring tax-deductible donation on our website, pastoralreflectionsinstitute.com. We thank you for your listenership and your continued support. Without it, this program would not be possible. Pastoral Reflections with Monsignor Don Fisher is a production of the Pastoral Reflections Institute a nonprofit in Dallas, Texas, dedicated to enriching your spiritual journey. Executive producer, Monsignor Don Fisher. Produced by Kyle Cross and recorded in Pastoral Reflections Institute Studios. Copyright 2023.